Hello, and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work slant. My name is Hallie Harris, and I am a hospice social worker. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. (laughs) Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me here. So what sparked today's conversation was yesterday's events where a giant utility truck decided to turn right in front of me as I was going about 50 miles an hour on the highway. (sighs) And I definitely did not have room to stop. I slammed my brakes on. I realized I was going to straight up T-bone this truck and maybe possibly seriously die or um, have very serious injuries. So I somehow managed to swerve into oncoming lane, which thankfully didn't have any traffic in it. And I think I missed the corner of that guy's bumper by an inch. I mean, I really thought I was going to clip the back end of him. And it scared the bejesus out of me. Visibly shaken. (laughs) I had to get out and take a knee about, you know, take some deep breaths and talk that through. But it certainly made me, number one, appreciate life. appreciate how quickly things can change. Um, by a split second and it also made me uh, remember that so often I think about the difference between fate and coincidence have you ever thought about that I have I uh, personally I think that there's no such thing as fate I've, I've resolved in my brain that I've bounced around in life so many times from so many different places and so many different things have happened in so many different ways this could not possibly have been orchestrated by <laughs> any, you know, higher intelligence. I think that uh, my fate is to make my own fate. <laughs> well, let's talk about what fate is. So I was looking this up on www.differencebetween.net. Just one of many examples you can find if you Google this. Uh, but they describe fate as otherwise uh, referred to as destiny is nothing but the result of a person's actions or inactions in life, either past or present. Often compared to Newton's third law of motion, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And I think a lot of people also would refer to this uh, in reference to religion, like it's God's will or something like that. Yes. Whereas coincidence, they say, is common parlance to explain an unexpected event with no direct or indirect relationship with a series of events, and they are unrelated, although it is often perceived as meaningfully related. And, you know, this is, this is that age-old argument, right? Is it fate? Is it destiny? Or is it just Jeff just, Goldblum? <laughs> just a feather floating on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> is it life finding a way? Is it chaos theory, right? Chaos theory, yes. <clears throat> So I have to also think about a term called confirmation bias. Have you heard of this? No, I don't think I have. So confirmation bias is a uh, psychology term, and it's the tendency to interpret new information as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. So we tend to pick out the things that support our own ideas and ignore the rest. So you can definitely see this in political rhetoric. That's probably the easiest example. 
Well, it sounds familiar to me in the in the uh, isn't there um, when people get hypnotized and they get suggested ideas and they tend to start believing those ideas or try to make those a reality in their memory as far as well similar or no no i think that would be something different okay this is more like you see things happening in the world and you say if you see certain things that confirm what you already believe um, then you say see that's exactly what i already thought whereas when you see other things you either completely ignore it or you blow it off does that make sense yes that makes sense. i'm not having a very good example here but um I really just kept, I'm not trying to use a political reference, but I think that really feeds in when you're watching political stuff on the news, quote unquote, the news anymore. Yes. And they're only telling you what's confirming their side, not both sides. So people tend to use confirmation bias when they're thinking about fate or coincidence because it's what you believe, right? So if this truck... Um, was turning in front of me and I believed in fate, then I would have to believe or, you know, use my confirmation bias to believe that either the hand of God came down and prevented me from hitting that truck or that it wasn't my time to die or, you know, you hear that a lot, right? right. It's I've, not I've my time. This, uh, it's a ongoing Facebook post where this girl, they keep on reposting it, but it's a girl who said, I've been in eight accidents this month. God has different plans for me. And then somebody posted, I think he's trying to kill you. <laughs> well, in the movie Final Destination. <laughs> right. Right? So they escape the first time, but it's your destiny to die. And so, I mean, obviously it's a horror movie, but um, it's the same kind of thing, right? It's going to get you one way or another, and you have no control over it. Right. Whereas coincidence would just be like the truck's turning in front of me, and if I would have not gone to the store, obviously, or if I would have stopped to get a gallon of milk instead of dog food or whatever it was, the butterfly effect, right? Right. And that's <coughs> what they call coincidence. They call freak accidents coincidences, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But those are also in the movie you're talking about. <laughs> They're all freak accidents. So it's amusing. But yeah, freak accidents are coincidence. Coincidence has nothing to do with fate, correct? Right. It really just, I think, comes down to what your personal beliefs are. And when an event happens, do you use that event to confirm what you already believe? Right. Okay. So I think, I think about this all the time, actually. This isn't new to me. It just was a reminder as I didn't even have time for my life to flash before my eyes. All I could see was the side of that giant utility truck and thinking, I'm going to... Totally smack into that thing. Uh, But afterwards, it made me think about all the other times where I've just sat and thought, one tiny little thing could have made my life completely different. And I think about that fairly often. Not that I necessarily believe that it's fate, um, but just how very different one decision that I might consider small in the moment changed my entire life. Yeah. If I had paused to pick up that piece of trash... I would have been three seconds later than I would have been before. Exactly. And that three seconds is all the time in the world when you're talking about car accidents, for example. Yeah. And did they, you know, whoever you get in the accident with, did they do something that, you know, they forgot their keys in the house or they, you know, left their purse on the counter or 
They ran a red light. I mean, all of those things right, are I seconds. Before I went to work. <laughs> well, that might be minutes, but yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's speeding, red lights, um, waiting for a train if it is on time. All of those things, even just taking a different route to work because for whatever reason you wanted a coffee and your favorite coffee stands on a different road. Um, all of those things change where you are at any given moment. And if someone else did those exact same things or did something different in their routine, is it a coincidence? Is or... the universe working in such strange ways that everything will happen in the way it should for your life? Right. If you are fated to be in that life. Mm-hmm. And I also think about the time when I joined the Army and I was looking at different jobs that were available, MOS, if you will. And... I was 18. You don't think about lifelong changing decisions. No. And they offered me uh, a job as an interpreter. And all they said was where the school was. And I made an impulse decision that I didn't want to go to California. Even though Monterey is beautiful and probably the best part of California. (laughs) Sorry, California listeners. But that decision, which took me no more than five seconds... Changed your life completely. Completely changed my life. I would not know the people that are in my life. I very well might not be living where I'm living. You ended up in Tennessee for years, didn't you? I was in Germany, too. In Germany. Uh, So, yeah, a completely different life and completely different job. I might not be doing this podcast right now. I might not be a social worker. Or would I have gone to be an interpreter and then become a social worker anyway because it was my destiny? I don't know. But that five-second decision changed my life. Did you take any time to think about when you picked a job in, in the Army I or in the have, Marines? I must have to say, I, I went to... Be, I was going to be a metalsmith, and I was going to work on A6s specifically because I was going to be a reservist, and I was going to be stationed at Whidbey Island. Oh, that's right. I forgot they did this to you. <laughs> yeah, and I went through boot camp, and I went through uh, the first section of training, which they call A school. Mm-hmm. And... In the middle of A school, that's when they pulled me aside and said, uh, uh, your contract is null and void because there's no reserve station for A6s at Whidbey Island anymore. Uh, such a jerk move. Yeah. So it was like a choose my own adventure at that point right there. Right, right. You could have decided to get out at that point. I could have got out with an honorable discharge after eight months of being in the military. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to be clear, you did still get an honorable discharge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Just many years later. But yeah, yeah I had three or, four cho- three or four choices, and I chose to go active duty and pick a different duty station and still be a metalsmith, but I ended up, yeah, that didn't even work out. So yeah, uh, it was... And how different would your life have been, and how long did you take to make that decision? Probably not long at all. I was still under the... See... Fresh out of boot camp and fresh in school, I was still kind of intimidated by people who were higher rank than me. Mm-hmm. Even just a couple of... I was an E1, I think. Yeah. And anybody who was about an E3 or 4 above me intimidated me. Because that's just how we were trained. Right. That's how they beat it into you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they rushed me through uh, the whole process of starting a new contract and signing this, sign, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. It probably didn't even feel like a choice. It didn't. And I lost yeah. my GI Bill. Uh, <laughs> I lost everything. Dick move. And I went active duty. So yeah, uh, 
a choice that I made in the spur of the just like that probably took a couple of minutes to think about it. And yeah, all right, I'll go back to duty. And how different would your life have been? Completely. If I had gotten out, yeah, never would have, never would have been working on airplanes. Never yeah. would have met you. Never would have. Yeah. None of this. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm sure everyone listening out there has their own stories like this of thinking back on their life and something that seemed like a small decision. Looking back on it now was a huge decision. Yeah, I mean, I signed a binding contract <laughs> and thought for Just sure my life soul. was going in the direction of a straight line. <laughs> and it went you completely... Sold your soul to the Marines. It went haywire. Completely. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that just... Anyway. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So, these kind of stories, and we'd love to hear your stories, too, of uh, what what small things happen to you. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, feel free to email us at contact at willallbedeadpodcast.com. But in this week of Thanksgiving, it really... Uh, reminds me to think about moments of fate or coincidence and to take a little cue from Jack and Rose from Titanic and make each moment count because someday we'll all be dead.